Hello, this is Jim Warner, and we are reading the Bible together in three years. Today, we're looking at Leviticus chapter 17. It starts off by making the point that the sacrifices needed to be offered at the tabernacle and not wherever they wanted to. They now had a centralized place of worship. And many of the other pagan religions, they could just make sacrifices wherever they wanted to. But the teaching here was they needed to come to the tabernacle uh, to meet God and to offer their sacrifices. Today we have many principles we can draw from the tabernacle uh, structure and experience that we can apply to our lives. We don't offer sacrifices anymore like they did. Jesus was the final sacrifice, but the principles behind it are important. I think tomorrow we're going to take a look at those. And we need to realize that there are only two sides in the spiritual world. You know, we see hundreds and even thousands of religions around the world, but there are only two options. There's true Christianity, faith in Jesus Christ alone, and all the other options are Satan's counterfeits. So we need to, to focus on the fact that we worship the one true God, the, the Bible God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God who sent his son Jesus Christ into the world to save the world. And we cannot tolerate false doctrine. That's one of the, the things we can draw here. And then we, we, we come into this section about drinking blood. Sounds kind of gruesome, doesn't it? Now, the teaches here that life is in the blood. And we need to recognize that and know that the blood belongs to God because he is the, the owner of life. Many other pagan religions had the practice of consuming blood in their ceremonies, and it was strictly forbidden in uh, ancient Israel and even today. We need to respect the blood. It said, uh, pour it out on the ground, and that sounds like we're we're not respecting it, but... There's a symbol here of returning the blood from which it came uh, into the ground, and then they covered it with dust, and that was really to protect others that may come along from diseases that may uh, spring from that. And so this was not a bad thing. To pour the blood onto the ground and to cover it was actually a good thing. And we, we need today respect the blood, especially the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed for us. Listen to Hebrews 10:29. It says, "Of how much worse punishment do you suppose will he be thought worthy of who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, counted the blood of the covenant by which it was sanctified a common thing, and insulted the spirit of grace?" The the shed blood of Jesus on the cross is precious and powerful. It saves us. It's the sacrifice that saves us from our sins. And so we need to respect it and to honor what Jesus did for us. And then this chapter ends with uh, something a little unusual. <laughs> if they came across what we would now call roadkill, they weren't to waste that. They could eat that meat. However, they became ceremonially unclean and they had to go through the process that we've learned about to become clean once again ceremonially. But they could eat that meat. And so the main, uh, I think, focus of this is the blood. There's, there's life in the blood. There's power in the blood of Jesus Christ uh, to forgive our sins.
Tomorrow, we're going to not cover some more scripture. I'm going to share with you some of the principles that I've learned from the tabernacle and that experience that we can apply to our lives. Even though we do things differently, the practices have changed, but the principles remain. And I'll share those with you tomorrow. Until then, keep reading the Bible. It will change your life. We'll see you tomorrow.